And it's just funny because I come here and study here and the quality of education, if you go to like a public school in the US and then a public school here are gonna be very similar. But here you're paying like a fraction, a tenth of the amount that you're gonna pay in in US, which is just crazy to me. Hello everyone, we are the Sensational Spain team, your trusted source for everything you need to know about Spain in a blog where we share our content on the internet. You can find us at sensationalspain.com and we also have a YouTube channel. I am Maria Cristina, this is Valeria. Hi. And today we will be hosting this episode about studying in Madrid. We have two special guests for this episode, Emma and Dani, who will be your guides through the experience of studying abroad in Spain. We will be discussing topics such as how is it like to study in Spain, what things or requirements do you need before applying, which universities are the right for you, and some struggles and challenges they have faced after leaving their home countries and how did they overcome it. So let's begin. First, we would like to make a little introduction about ourselves. Valeria, do you want to begin? Yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. I am Valeria. I am 24 years old. I graduated in marketing, and now I am working at Sensational Spain. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Emma, do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emma. I'm 19 years old, and I'm from Norway. Uh, and yeah, I came to Spain last year. I've been here for like five months now. Yeah, and I'm studying, or I'm majoring in dentistry. In which university? In Seu San Pablo. And Danny? Yeah. Hey, guys. Excited <laughs> to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Um, so I study at the University of Arkansas um, in Arkansas. So I'm from the U.S. I'm 21. Um, I currently live in Dallas, Texas. So I'm from Texas. And yeah, I've been here also for a year. This is my second semester here. I really like it. Um, and I'm studying marketing, international business. Well, thank you guys very much for coming here. I'm Maria Cristina. I'm 21 years old. Four years ago, I moved to Spain to study in the University of Navarra. I graduated with Valeria. And now I'm here working in Sensational Spain as a content marketing creator. So let's begin with the questions. Okay, guys, can you tell us why did you choose Spain I mean, to study? Exactly. Why, yeah. why Spain? Why did you decide to study in Madrid? I can, I can start with that one. So I've like, my mom is from Costa Rica. And my dad's American. And so I've done like the whole like Latin America. I've been to Costa Rica and Argentina and I wanted like a different experience. Um, I wanted somewhere where I could like continue improving my Spanish and have like a, a Spanish culture around me, Hispanic culture around me. And so going to Europe, I'd never been to Europe before. And I thought it would be the most like westernized on top of Spain being a place where I could speak Spanish and develop my Spanish. So that was primarily the reason for me wanting to come as well as having access to be able to travel um, all over Europe. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the main reason. Yeah. So for me, it was like a little bit random because like I came over this like Norwegian website um, of like studies in Spain. Yeah. So I was like interested in like the, um, the, the language, like learning a new language, exploring Madrid, because I've been like to other places in Spain before and I thought I was like nice because of the weather and everything. In and which places? In Marbella and Mallorca. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, it was super nice. <laughs> and yeah, so I wanted to like learn a new language, but also it was important for me to like have the studies in English. Okay. So that was like an option with like in Spain. And was it hard for you guys to get accepted in the university? I mean, I'd say it was a pretty simple process. I mean, your home university 
at least Arkansas helped me a lot with like the application and then and then communicating with like my study abroad advisor would communicate with the university so I didn't really have to do much and then after that they would they would send me like the admission and um they'd send me like email I'd set up the email and everything like that like the logistical part of it um I guess it was a little confusing originally because I obviously it's a new system it's a new university yeah. and you have to kind of figure that out which is going to be completely different than what you're used to so in that sense it was <laughs> excuse me kind of difficult um like navigating aula global you know what that is that's like the no no what no, what's, what's that aula global is like the like the the site that's like all the um all your classes are on and that's how you like get your um like your classes and your notes and everything like that and, but it's like a oh completely like addy new, like a like a like a blackboard or a yeah, canvas blackboard yeah blackboard. so i had i had blackboard and then to come here it was just like it was like shocking i was like oh my god i gotta use a new <laughs> new new like, system new system and i was just kind of confused originally I guess like the, yeah, that, that's kind of my okay, take okay. on it. Yeah, for me, it was like a long process because like I had to get in contact with this like Norwegian organization to like help me apply for the different stuff. And I had to get like a lot of documents. And then I had like different admissions tests and an interview in the end. An interview? Yeah. With one of the dentistry teachers. Oh, and how was the interview? <laughs> no, I was like super scared before the interview because I was like, what am I going like to talk about? But it was like super easy and the, the teacher was super nice. Oh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And now that you're here in Madrid, do you like it? Are, are you liking the experience or or do you regret it? Do you regret oh. coming here? <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what about you, Emma? Do you like being here? Yeah, I love it. I really enjoy like the city and the different parks. Like, there's a lot of parks here, and like I come from a smaller city, so for me it was like cool experience to like explore a bigger city with like more people and yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. That's what <laughs> I wanted too. Was the big city feel because I'm like living in the suburbs and then in Dallas and then in Arkansas is like super rural, so it's like the complete opposite. And there's just a lot more like diversity here and people from everywhere and mm -hmm. who all think differently and like live different lives and do a lot of cool things. And so I kind of wanted that for myself and to come here was kind of a um, like, yeah, it, it's like the big city feel I've always wanted. And I've always wanted that my entire life. So, I mean, this is the first time I've had that live in a big city. So it's exciting. There's a lot of opportunity and a lot of cool things to explore and do around here. Yeah, and in Madrid, there's always something to do. I mean, there's always plans, exactly. activities. You always have a place to go. Like, you can, after class, you can go grab a drink. Mm -hmm. Like, you always see people in terraces drinking something, eating something. And that's impressive. I mean, when I came here, that was one of the main things that caught my attention. Because it's impressive how it can be any, like, Tuesday afternoon and everyone is outside in yeah. the sun grabbing a drink. And you're like, what? I mean... Yeah, something most people like about Spain in general is that you don't have to wait for Friday to go out. <laughs> you just go out every day. You yeah. don't have to party, but you know, you go out, you take some drinks, you see, you see your friends. So if you're interested and you like that style, then we will receive you with our open arms. Yeah. And do, did you, do you have any like cultural shocks, I mean, coming here or what are some differences? The main difference that you would say that the Spanish people have compared to your home country? Yeah, I'll start just like with adding on to what Valeria was saying about like going out for drinks like it's on Tuesday at like 2 p.m., 
which I mean, that is like in itself a cultural shock, which is kind of kind of <laughs> funny for me to like experience that. Um, but just to say that it's more of like that laid back culture and everybody's very social and people want to like meet new people. And I felt very accepted when I got here. And also just like coming from US where I feel like the culture is very like go, go, go. It's very like kind of chaotic. And especially if you live in a major city, it's like people are always trying to like one up each other and, and really like grind to like advance, their, yeah. advance their career or there's always like a, a motive in mind but behind like a relationship or whatever. But here it's just very like, like, like very low key, like very chill. Everybody's like just taking the time to like really develop friendships and relationships. And, and I've, I felt accepted here just with people I've met. And I really do like that laid back culture. So that's something you're looking for just in, in daily life, um, social life. Oh, I don't know about work life, but kind of does seem <laughs> slightly just like more relaxed. Like obviously they still do work, but like you get to like, you yeah. know. The um, after work culture. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's so much different, which is something, I mean, I've had to get used to. Um, but I, I mean, I really do, I do enjoy it. It's cool. Yeah, for me it was like the same. Because like, especially with like how social people are here. Because like Norway, <laughs> everyone's like minding their own business kind of stuff. <laughs> and like... Just sitting like beside someone in the metro, that is like big thing for me. Because like in Norway, you have to like not a rule, but like um like etiquette, like you kind of like an like a social rule kind okay, of thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like social you don't rule. sit by like besides anyone in the bus. Like then you just like stand beside. So like seriously, <laughs> yeah. Like and like talking to people in the metro, like that is so weird for me. Well, actually, I mean, I ha I have a great story. I mean, I studied in Helsinki. I went uh, to an exchange uh, semester. Yeah, and that was my cultural shock. I swear. I mean, I was like, like used to people just hanging around in the bus. I mean, I heard conversations of people that don't know each other, but suddenly they just start talking. And that was normal to me. And when I got to Helsinki, I realized that no one does that. I mean, you can't do that. No, you can't. I no, mean, people like have their per personal Spain, yeah. space. Spain. They have their personal space and you have to respect that. And actually, yeah, that was that was shocking. Yeah. And I also have like the, the timing of like dinner and everything that is so like different for me. The meal times. The, yeah, meal, the times. meal times. The meal times I can know. Like, I still refuse to eat at 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. Super I, late. Yeah, it's super, super late. Because at what time do you eat in Norway? Yeah, like, dinner is around, like, 5 or 6. So, yeah, that's that's early. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the same in the U.S., too. It's around 5 yeah, or 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not used to it. That was also a cultural shock for me, having to eat, eat very late. And then everybody's also up, like, crazy late. Mm -hmm. So, like, my sleep schedule has definitely been shifted. I'm more of a yeah, night, same, night same. owl now, I'd say. <laughs> And at what time do you have breakfast or lunch? Like I have breakfast, like in Norway or yeah, here? In Nor like yeah, it's uh, like the same because like my school here starts at like eight thirty, so I eat around like seven, and that was like the same in Norway. But like lunch is super late as well. Like yeah, we usually eat like lunch around like twelve thirty, and here's like or two, two or three, yes. yeah. yeah. And then they keep talking and talking and uh, the lunch becomes like uh, pre-drinks and mm -hmm. then you find yourself in a situation where you need to go to a bar to grab a drink and then continue the night. And that's a cycle. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree with that what you're saying because it's <laughs> like I in the U.S. it's like I'll go for a, like fast food is a very big thing and you'll just go and grab food and leave because you have something to do. But here you sit down and talk for like a long time. And sometimes I'm always like one of the first ones to be like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's just because like as Americans we're just kind of like yeah, always ready for the next yeah. thing. But I like I like that that everybody just like sits down and enjoys the present, enjoys the meal they're eating with their friends, and just gets to develop those those yeah, friendships. That's nice. Yeah, that's actually, for those out there, that's called the sobremesa. That's done here in Spain and also in Latin America. I do sobremesa Yeah, we weekends. do some sobremesas as well. Yeah. What is that translated to in English? It's like... Over the table, no? Yeah, but like you, yeah, you say like over time, like in the yeah, dining moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is very different than the U.S., that's mm -hmm. for sure. And do, have you tried uh, food here? Like, well, of course you have, but I mean... What has been like the the food that you have liked the most in Spain? Uh, I mean, like what well, they got the patata, patatas, de something. Patatas bravas. Patatas bravas. Yeah, and then yeah. they got, I like croquetas too. Are good. Yeah, croquetas are yeah, nice. the best. Um, I don't, honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of Spanish cuisine. But why? <laughs> I just don't think it's that good. What? I'm not gonna lie. I think it's, it's okay. No, no, no. Wait what a minute. Do, what, do, what would you say? Is like it's top? okay. It's okay. I, I agree with you. It's okay. We love Spain. But I love Spain, <laughs> but the food is just, it's not the best. I'll just say that. No. That's just my opinion, though. So take it from. I take it personally. Take it or leave it, right? I'm not Spanish, but I take what it you, personally. What, what's your like go-to food here, then? Actually, I mean... I didn't like tortilla de patatas before, but now they're hitting different. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Those are good. <laughs> Those are great. That will be like my go-to. And also in Pamplona, because I studied in Pamplona, eh, they had good pinchos that are like tapas. But yeah, pinchos. I love pinchos. Pinchos are yeah. very nice. Mm -hmm. Un pincho de foie is the best thing ever. What is it? What is that? Foie is like duck. Like, uh, yeah, like... Uh -huh. Foie. Yeah, the the part of the dog that the hígado. Well, a dog situation. It's the dog's liver. Oh, that's the the foie. It's good. Foie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. tapas, tapas. I I amend my statement saying Spanish food wasn't good because tapas is the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> tapas to anybody. It's incredible, mm -hmm. incredible. That's like if you go to Spain well, for one reason, go for the tapas because tapas yeah. are delicious. What's yeah. your favorite tapa, Emma? Or your uh, favorite dish here in Spain? No, but I really love like the pinchos. Yes, I, mm -hmm. they're nice. I and like the so. street, like the Cava Baja, or what is it called? Like the Tapa Street, or like Cava Baja in yeah. La Latina. Mm -hmm. That one. That okay. one. Good place. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful place. And what do you like the most about Spain as a country? <laughs> For me, it's definitely like the weather because <laughs> it's like super warm here <laughs> compared to Norway. But yeah, I also like love the different like food and yeah, just that people are more like social <laughs> stuff. It's like super easy to speak like to people. But like you have to know like some Spanish because like there's a lot of people that don't speak English. I would say the same thing, just the social aspect, like. Especially if you're a sociable person, like Spain is like the perfect place for you. And you just like, it's super easy to meet people. They want to get to know you. I agree there's kind of a limitation or like a barrier there because you kind of do have to know Spanish, at least some. Because I mean, if you're hanging out with like people from Madrid or Latin America, it's kind of like they have their group of Madrid friends. Yeah. It's like what I found, what I found here is like for me, that's been hard to like get used to is that 
I mean, you like your whole social circle, like especially if you're like a foreigner, is going to be mainly international students who speak English. It's kind of a lot harder to adjust or like get integrated with a Madrid friend group because they kind of already have their set friend group that they had for years, you know? Yeah. And it's like, why would they accept like a foreigner, quote unquote? It's not like in a bad way, but it's just like they have their established friend group. They all speak Spanish. So it's like this guy comes in or girl who doesn't, who speaks some Spanish, but it's kind of not that good. And A, can't relate to everything they're saying. Maybe that is like, is not as fluent as them. Doesn't understand like the slang they used to. Yeah. So it's just kind of, that aspect's difficult. Like, I mean, I've, I've found Madrid friends here, but it's like, I find that, and especially I feel like this can relate to, for, for everybody, that if you're coming to, to Madrid and to Spain, you're going to be mainly with internationals or people of like your similar, yeah, like ethnic background or country that you're from. Because um, those are obviously going to be the people you relate most to. But I say ex- try to expand your horizons, try to meet as many people as possible because ultimately that's, I feel like, how you get most like involved in the culture and of uh, the, the place you're studying in. Yeah, that's very interesting. And also I have another question. How was it like to get an accommodation here in Madrid? How did you get your, like, where to live? Oh, that was super hard. I was, like, going through several, like, websites. Like, the the one, like, I found my, like, place now was, like, through Idealista. Idealista, yes. Yeah, Idealista. And so I'm like living, yeah, with Valeria and Danny yeah, right now. Yeah, my roomies. <laughs> yeah, she's a great roommate. Yeah. But like, I think it's easier if you're, you're like searching for a shared flat. Then yeah, living, way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Living you should, by yourself. You would recommend then to, yeah. to get a shared flat with roommates. Yeah, definitely. It's a horrible process. Yeah. So complicated. Mm-hmm. How, how long did it take you to find a place to live here? Well, when I first, when I first was looking... I don't know, there's all these like rules they put in place. So it's like two months of deposit or three months of deposit or you need a Spanish bank account or there's all these like little like nitpicky things that they require of you, which yes. is just like so annoying. So that like obviously adds to like the frustration and and they want to rent for the next month. So if you're trying to come like mid-month or early month, they're going to charge you for the entire month or like, like it's just, it's such, such an overly complicated process. Sorry to answer your question. It took me like, at least when I first, I used Homey, which is like a student housing provider Um, and that's how like you can get cheaper deals if you live like with other people versus just like living alone or living like with one other person. Um, and then I was this past semester, I was looking like the beginning of December and like to, to move in like, February 1st. So that's like two months of looking yeah. and it took, yeah. and I still couldn't find anything. Like I was looking like ideally to spot a home, all these other housing providers, either it was too expensive, the apartment would get taken Like the the the, per, the landlord wouldn't answer you back. And there's just all these like an, annoying steps you kind of have to go through, and the people or the people don't even respond. And so that was just like really frustrating for me. So I think the housing pro- and there's like there's a lot of lim- very limited apartments, and people take them up really quickly. So, so you would have appreciated someone who would have helped you with looking for accommodation, right? Yeah, totally, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good thing to know. Well, another thing is. Uh, regarding your exchange experience i mean what what's the main difference with education in your country and education in spain yeah so like now the university i'm attending is private so you have to like pay like school fees and that you don't have in norway like nothing you don't have to pay anything yeah it's public to, yeah it's public um okay. i would say also like i think there's more like traditions here in spain like for the university 
do you have like some religious kind of like a religious background background yeah, yeah. that's not super common in norway either um well in the u.s it's extremely expensive to study and go to college and it's like a, if you want to get a good high-paying job you have to go to college so people are willing to take out like an ex- extreme amount of debt to go to college and it's just funny because i come here and study here and the quality of education if you go to like a public school in the u.s and then a public school here are going to be very similar but here you're paying like a fraction a tenth of the amount that you're going to pay in in u.s which is just crazy to me like i don't i think for for americans who are like even going into college should consider european universities because you don't have to go into debt it can be a lot cheaper for you and you get a similar quality of education and have like an um like a world new world view and be able to like travel around europe um, and just have all these like other benefits and like learn all about all these new cultures if you're into that um and then i'd say like sports in the u.s is a lot bigger so at least like college sports um like there's like different levels like d1 d2 d3 and it's a lot it's a lot more of like a integral component of the university so people will go to like have tailgates um they'll go like they'll they'll pack the stadium um and it's a very big like kind of like pride for the university and for the students is to support their team and so they'll, you'll have like rivalries between different colleges and i just don't see that really here um, i just don't think sports is as big as big like as valued as in um in the, US. in the u.s exactly yeah yeah definitely not bigger than in the u.s yes and have you had any like challenges that you have to that you've had to overcome while studying here like regarding like the university friends like everything definitely the language barrier for me because like yeah like in the university the teachers like speak to us in English but some of them have like very strong accents <laughs> and they often like or some of them has to like ask the Spaniards in my class to like translate and like the emails we receive are like in Spanish so I have to like translate a lot of stuff but yeah that's like the main issue yeah, yeah and to add on to that I don't think it's like streamlined for Americans or for like internationals to come like I feel like we're like an afterthought at least at my university mm-hmm. it's like we the the inter- or the the people who are the like Madrid students who are go to that university were able to sign up for classes like a month and a half two months before we were able to sign up like we had like five days to sign up and like the entire system crashed and then when it like what she was saying you'd get emails and the emails are going to be like all in Spanish and like it's just not a, not really like a tailored solution for international students at least those like who speak English it's more of like kind of like oh they can come to our university but it's not going to be like we're like it doesn't feel like there's that much help or support for yeah, international mm-hmm. students which is kind of a annoying and I say that like it reinforces the fact that you kind of need to know Spanish to be able to like yeah. understand what's going on yeah. at least something because if you don't know anything I'd like I would have a very hard time oh yeah that's a good thing to to keep in mind actually yeah yeah I was actually like I mean of course yeah my roommates we lived together and when they were telling me that that was just impressive um yeah but i am glad that at least they're liking the city they're making a lot of friends that's cool but i'm i'm actually like pretty curious like emma you mentioned your your university danny i'm not sure if you said the name of your university and i like i want to know what things do you like and dislike of your uni besides the spanish emails <laughs> yeah sorry i feel like i'm like 
ragging on my university. <laughs> <laughs> so no worry, no worry. <laughs> um, I go to Carlos III, the Carlos III in, in Hitafe. So it's about a 45-minute metro from the center of Madrid, which is not fun, but you, you make it work. It's kind of like y'all's commute to work. Mm. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a very long ride. I say... I like, I just like the, so, I mean, the social aspect again of like, everybody's like in the cafeteria talking to each other. Like you get like a cafe, like a cafe con leche in the morning, get like a croissant, you get like, um, um, a croissant con chocolate or pan de chocolate or, um, jamón ibérico. Those are incredible. That's one mm -hmm. of the top Spanish foods right there. You gotta <laughs> have a jamón ibérico. It's a classic. Yeah. So social. And then, I mean, classes are easy to get to know people. I like, I've enjoyed that. Um, I like how you have to like walk around campus. I mean, mm. and then it's like not too not too far. So just between my buildings, it's a pretty short walk. So that's nice. The architecture is pretty, and it's just a cool. It's a nice campus overall. There's not too many people. It's not like it feels very personable, like personable, like in just in terms of just the environment that you're in. Yeah, like I really like my classmates. Like we're like grown super. Like we're close. just like close. Yeah, big friend group. Cause like. Since we're like the international class and like very few of us like speak Spanish, like we like sort of like has to like have to get along. But yeah, those are like really positive, like part of my day. Uh, and like the university has like really nice like facilities, definitely for like dentistry and medicine and stuff. Like the dental clinics are super modern and yeah. <laughs> And do you have a good story you want to share with the class or anything? <laughs> a good story about Rega regarding your what? Your ag regarding your exchange. Yeah, your exchange experience. All your past like six months overall, in Madrid. Yeah. Um, something funny that. Yeah, happened. I mean, I, I just see like the most crazy stuff because I live like right next to the club, and so it's just like the most wild <laughs> Which stuff. Pirandello, and that, and if you I've know anything about, about Pirandello. I like because I'll be on my balcony and then and the piano that was like on the corner. And so like on a Friday or Saturday, you'll just hear like people screaming, yeah. you'll hear like, <laughs> like people saying crazy stuff. And then, At and what like, time? People of doing just wild like things. <laughs> I'm not going to get any of that, get into any of that. But I recommend you don't live next to a club because it's like very loud. <laughs> yeah. People are just... Cause you, you, she, she, Emma lives right next to me and yeah. she also has a balcony facing view and she knows that I know on Fridays and Saturdays you will be hearing crazy. people all night. Yeah. And it's just a crazy, like, and police cars. Oh, like, police cars are zooming by. <laughs> oh, totally. And then when you get home from the club, you can like see people sitting on your, near a doorstep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I like, could just hear them talking all night. I'm like, please leave. I'm trying to go to yeah. bed. <laughs> Emma, do you have any other story to add? Um, of your experience in Madrid? Yeah, like I have this one time I went to the park, like right next to like where we live. And I was just like sitting there and minding my own business. And like this old guy comes up to me. <laughs> like, no, but he was like in his 70s, like 80s, like super, like grandpa vibes. <laughs> and like he asked for like the time and I'm like, and since I don't know Spanish, I like I didn't know what to say, so I just like showed him my phone, uh, and then he like just like started asking me like questions, um, like where I was from, and he spoke English, so that was like the way we like could communicate, um, and then we like had a conversation for like twenty minutes, like about like everything, like <laughs> Spain, studies here, yeah. 
it was nice. And I learned some Spanish as well because he was like teaching me some words. <laughs> but yeah, that was a super like cozy experience. <laughs> so you had a random experience with a Spaniard. Actually, that's a very a common sweet, thing. Extremely a, a common. Yeah. Extremely common. So, well, one last question. What advice would you give to someone who is planning to study abroad, specifically in Madrid? Like before, before coming, what would you say to them? Definitely learn some like simple Spanish phrases, like to get around. Yeah, and like just put yourself out there and like get to know people quickly. Totally, yeah. Get to know people quickly. Talk to everyone in your class. Keep an open mind. Learn some Spanish. I mean, I think you obviously have a reason to be like um, anxious or I mean that there, there there's those feelings of like oh, I'm leaving my home country it's going to be hard maybe a little stressed out about it but um, I give it give it a week and, and I mean two couple weeks meet a lot of people in your class and I feel like it's going to be honestly studying abroad is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life I mean it really opens your mind to different cultures different people um, and it's just an incredible time and, and it really is it is what you make of it so I say, just like Emma was saying, put yourself out there and um, yeah, go get it. Yeah. And if you're like struggling with like putting yourself out there, I would like definitely recommend like uh, living in a shared like apartment. Like, with roommates. With, with roommates. Because like then you like have someone to like talk to every day. Like anyways, if you like struggling with like making friends and stuff. Yeah. We will knock on your door. Yeah. We'll make you <laughs> coffee or whatever you need. We'll make you pancakes if, you, mm -hmm. if we need to. Okay, well, I think that's it. So thank you guys very much for coming here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, now we know that Madrid is actually an ideal destination for all international students who actually value to have a good education, like to get more open-minded, to get a different experience. And also, if you have any questions, we would be more than happy to help you. So don't hesitate to contact us through our website and YouTube channel. So we are here for anything that you need. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope this podcast was very helpful. So bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. See you guys. Bye.